Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Okay, all right guys. Welcome, welcome back to a, another episode of the Ask Me Anything series. I'm Johnny Cassell. You've got me for the next 30, 45, 50 minutes. Let's see how we get on. Uh, remember, this is your opportunity to ask me any questions, so any questions that you may have. Dating, social, self-development, whatever it may be, throw them at me. Let's see if we can get some sort of dialogue going. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of that burning question that you may have. I want to just take a moment to thank you guys for following my work. Some of you guys have been following me for months, you know, weeks, months, years, um, you know, sev- several years, you know, and um, I'm blessed for that. Thank-, thank you so much for supporting my work. Um, this is my passion. Without you guys, you know, I wouldn't be able to fill up my time doing this. So thank you. And a couple of announcements as well. Workshop this month, 27th. Let me just double check that. 27th of July. Okay, come and work with me in person here in London, right? And get used to some exposure therapy, right? Get to the bottom of all those problems. We'll get some deep mindset work. And we're even really touching on spirituality now. Like I'm, I'm sure you've seen a big boom and trend in more people talking about the importance of having such spiritual awake awakenings. And I don't want you guys to be too put off by, oh, what's, what's going on? Are we going a bit too down the hippie route? Um, you know, there's different terminologies for different things and people express certain things depending, you know, where they've come from. And w- to simplify, it's just awareness, right? It's just awareness, right? So if you want to come on July the 27th, we're going to be introducing more spirituality elements to our workshops. Um, If that really resonates with you, um, come on down, come on down, you know, get enlightened. (laughs) Okay. All right. So we've got uh, a few questions uh, that you guys have already asked me. Uh, And again, as I'm going through, or you've got a question, just throw it in on this feed. Okay. Uh, Hi, Sagittarius. Hi, Rodrigo. Welcome back. Hi, Tommy. Hi, LaFontaine. Hi, Daniel. Welcome back. Terry, welcome. Uh, Tommy, uh, did do I get my haircut at haircase at headcase in shortage? I do. I do. Today I didn't. I got it from a dear friend of mine, um, Caesar Galliano. Um, if you have a look in my stories, Instagram stories, you'll see his tag. Um, he's also a fantastic hairdresser, but you're absolutely correct. If you go down to Headcase in Shoreditch, ask for Sheldon and tell him I sent you there and I'm sure he'll look after you, um, and tell you all sorts of stories. Um, he's a great guy and he's a true character. So check out Headcase over in Shoreditch, uh, if you're ever in London. Um, and he does a really good deal by the way, as well. You know, it's very affordable. Uh, he's very good. Uh, right, 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 right. How did I get the blue verification check? Um, well, like it's, it's a number of things, you know, a lot of, a lot of 
a lot of this stuff is is um, press, right? There's a lot of people that really uh, desire. I mean, how when we got it, it was a time that was actually more difficult. Yeah, I think now if you have, and I have friends at Instagram and Facebook now, by the way, and because my clients have asked the same question, and I've seen if I can do it for them, and what they have got back and told me is that. If you have a business account, it has a bigger play in Instagram. You can request to have your account verified, but if you have a business account, that's a huge play, okay? Now, I believe my account is a business account, so that was obviously a big play for me. Also, I have a lot of press, yeah? I have a lot of articles online, uh, not just in the UK, but internationally as well. So that really gives you a stronger case, yeah? Because remember, if you're, if you're requesting to get your account verified, there needs to be more substance behind it. You know, it can't just be you've got so many followers. That's actually not a play, by the way. How many followers you have is not a play in, in regards to how you get a verification check, yeah? It's all these other elements, right? What I have been told is that if you have someone that's impersonating your account, you also have more of a play to argue the case as to why that you should be uh, be given a verified account, right? And um, I think when I knew people who were doing this, for, uh, trying to do it for Twitter, that was a that was something they were doing. Um, but also, you know, just just you got to think like, why why do you need the verification? Is it it's ego? Is it ego? I mean, you don't need the verification, right? If you're trying to run a business, if you've got a business, right, um, then yeah, it just makes sense. But if it's just a vanity sticker, you know, it, it's, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's helped to stand out above, you know, other people, but um, it, it's not an ego-driven thing. It's just something we are blessed to get because of all of the press that we've got and, you know, how long we've, the depth that we have, you know, and also as well, if you've got a Facebook, I mean, my Facebook page was the first thing to get verified, right, out of all of our social platforms. So that was really helpful for it as well, because obviously that page is linked to my account. So it just made sense that they verified the page also. Okay. But not, but not all my social channels are verified. My, my Twitter isn't verified. My YouTube channel isn't verified. Um, I think if I was more active on those platforms, you know, I'd have a, a better case. But um, I'm just not. I, I'm more comfortable here. I've, there's a lot of attention here. Um, you know, I like doing these lives. You know, I like the way it's interactive. Uh, so there. There's sorry to go on a rant there, but I hope that's enough information for you to sort of look at getting verified yourself. Hi, Big Money Fred. Hi, Vasquez. Hi, Blessed Boy. Chef Mantis, how does one get better at holding conversation with a woman? I think, first of all, it's understanding that, you know, I always, I always mention this about the rejection thing. And because and, everyone asks me every week, like, I'm, you know, I'm scared of getting rejected. And I think if you do have that in your head, then 
you are not going over there being yourself. You're going over there to hope that you get approved of as opposed to actually learning about this person as an individual and see if this person has the values that are in line with yours. Um, I'm, I'm going to say get used to talking to women that right now probably scare you. You need to normalize that. Okay, first of all, you need to normalize. It needs to be a new normal. The sort of caliber of women that you want to speak to, normalize it, right? I say this every week. Everyone's favorite subject is themselves, right? So start to take an interest to point the conversation in a certain direction that reveals information and intimate parts about this person. <laughs> intimate parts. <laughs> Don't take that literally. But you know what I mean. You know, things that they hold dearly to them. I go over this in my book. I've got a whole conversation structure from all the way to, you know, breaking the ice, starting the conversation, all the way to maintain it, never running out of things to say, um, you know, how to introduce sexual connotations without it becoming creepy and weird. And how to introduce that conversation if uh, into conversation where you see if someone's in align with your values. The book is here. I'm going to plug it shamelessly. Elite Seduction. Go check it out on Amazon. I mean, if you've been following my stories, you know, you've been seeing me dropping um, people's feedback and comments, but it's in here. 200 odd pages of over a decade's worth of my work. Go check it out. You know, for a tenner, for fuck's sake, go and get it, right? Um, but in essence, in essence, what I'm trying to say to you is you need to expose yourself more to speaking to women that you're scared of. Um, and you will start to see the patterns that arise in human behavior, in conversation, uh, the tests, the challenges that come your way. And if you're there 10 times, 20 times, 100,000 times more than the average person, then you're really going to come across as unique. Because here's what's going to happen. You're going to be in a position where you're getting bored of hearing yourself say the same thing week in, week out, right? You're going to get bored of hearing yourself say the same thing week in, week out. Therefore, you're going to move your mind into a more of, cre more of a creative space and you may take more risks. And um, when I say risks, you're just going to kind of start asking stuff that's, you know, just, just not, it's not genuinely brought up in conversation, right? Because it stimulates you. And if you go out, if you're going out to humor yourself, that's the exact mindset you need to be in. Go out to humor yourself and invite others into it. Yeah? Okay, but when you get the book, okay, when you get the book, the mechanism that you need to look out for that I talk about in the chapter where I talk about the whole conversation structure is challenge. Okay? I'm not going to give too much away about what that is, but it's just challenge. Okay? And it's not put up a fight, right? It's challenge. It, it's, you know, if someone's going to come back, you, you've got to challenge them what they're saying. You've got to dig deeper. All right. But I go I go into it in a lot more depth in the book. Um, so, yeah, again, shamelessly plugging it. Go and get it. All right. Thanks for the question, buddy. Hi, Vandra. Two. Uh, hi, Jack. Welcome back. One. Love fun. Okay, great. Cool. Uh, hi, Paul. Hi, Boogie. Boogie Black Barbie. <laughs> what a name. That's fantastic. Boogie Black Barbie. I love that. That's great. Um, you would like to date in London? Come to London. Come to London and get social. Go to events. Um, I mean, men are everywhere. 
right? Men are opportunity is everywhere, but you got to get social. You got to get social. Okay. You can't, what, what I just want to like interject here as well is like, I find it really interesting that people that spend too much time online and they're complaining that they can't meet anyone. Well, the reason why your social activity online is lacking is because your social activity offline is slim to none, right? Online, you know, social media, online dating, it's, um, you know, it's no substitute, yeah? Don't don't take it as a substitute. You've got to get out there. You've got to be social. You've got to build your confidence in, in such ways. Um, you know, nothing quite beats in-person interaction, you know? So I encourage you, you know, step into the fear, as old Anthony Robbins would say. Uh, yeah, you live in Boston. Who cares? Just jump on a plane. And, um, you know, what a great excuse to visit London. Hi, Josabel. Hi, Jason. Um, Daniel, um, what are you talking about here? You have enough and have enough money to move out? I think you've given me the half of something you were trying to say. Uh, yeah, Sanchez has got the book. And um, Stuart, you, um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, there's, it's funny because you made me realize there's a certain story that isn't in there that I, I wish I had put in there. But hey, there's always room to put one in the next book, right? <laughs> so stay tuned. I've got plenty more books in me. Hi, Angelo. Welcome. Hi, John. Hope you're well, buddy. Hi, Ahmed. Hi, Lincoln. I can't remember, guys. Throw your questions in this feed. I will answer them live right now, okay? I run it all. Um, okay, while you guys are thinking, I'm going to go into the questions that were asked earlier. Let's have a look. Okay. Jay Solanke asks, how to ask a girl for a number? I mean, this is something that just doesn't need to be overcomplicated, right? You just simply go for it. If you're looking for specific language to use, yeah, um, you know, just go. Hey, look. You know, if you've been if you've been really vibing with someone, look. Let me, let me just leave you with this for. If you've been really getting on with someone, right, it makes more sense to go for the number, right, to stay in touch, than it does to not to get the number. Think of it like this: if you if you've if you've had a great interaction with someone, right, whatever the situation may be, and you just walk off right? You just walk off. That's more weird than going for the number. She, she's left thinking, I mean, like, what, what was that all about? I mean, what, ha, have they just let the village idiot out for the day? <laughs> you know? So just get in the habit of if you have really vibed with someone, right? It's been a really stimulating experience, a great interaction. Get the phone number, right? And just don't overcomplicate. You just go, you know what? Like, we should totally stay in touch. 
We should totally stay in touch. You don't need to look for some magic phrase or line out, out of out of some sort of dating blog or anything. Just be authentic. Be true. Allow yourself to say what you want to say, right? And realize why you're not allowing yourself to say it. And it all goes back to the ego, doesn't it? You're, the ego is protecting you from the truth. The ego is protecting you from getting closer to the truth. And, and the truth may be that she might say no because I got a boyfriend. That's okay. That's okay. But what's not okay is not having the guts to go for a number. Yeah? Just do it. I mean, at the least, you'll make her day. You know, what, a, what an amazing experience. You know, a guy asked me for a number say, like, great. That might have never happened for fucking so many years right? Or months, at least it's making someone feel special, right? So just remind yourself as to why you're perhaps not pulling the trigger on that. Yeah. If you've had a great interaction, right? It makes more sense to go for a number than to not to. And she's completely entitled, he or she, right? To say no, right? But like, it's not the end of the world. It's really not. Right? Okay. Let me have a look at the next question. Thank you for, for that question. Uh, I think we, we got a couple that were dropped on here. Um, oh, Sanchez, how do you get out of the friend zone? Was out there a little over a month ago, but I think things have changed. There was a great... Um, viral video on this it was where all these guys uh, i don't know if you guys saw it but it was it was a comedic angle and um they're all sitting in the class and the guy the, the lecturer is is breaking down what the friend zone is right and i really enjoyed the perspective he goes you know you he goes like this like you you are in the friend zone because you chose to be to put yourself in that category, right? And it is like that. If if you never really, I mean, the, the the issue is this: when we like someone, we tend to play it too safe, right? We behave perhaps a bit indifferent to how we would if we, you know, if it's just a bit of sort of casual flirting with someone we're not so really interested in it, sort of take it or leave it, sort of thing. You know, you're playing it too safe. You're tiptoeing around the subject or behavior of flirting. Therefore, the consequence of that is that person has never really seen you as someone that she could be intimate or he could be intimate with. Yeah, have a think about that. So you've got to ask yourself, why am I in the friend zone? Why am I in the friend zone? Have I transmitted? Has it been apparent that, you know, do they know I'm interested? Have I ever transmitted that message across? Or have I been playing it too safe? Yeah. Now, I was, I was, the common argument I have with my clients is like, well, you know, I just don't want to mess our friend. I don't want to like mess it up. Well, what's more painful being around someone that, you know, you are clearly in your head, you know, have an, you, know, you do want something more, you know, being around someone that on a, on a weekly basis or, um, or not. I just, just like, 
you just gotta you just gotta fucking put it out there, right? And if it is just so painful to be a friend, just a friend, just move yourself out of that category. Just just don't don't be that lingerer, that hanger on, you know? Just get on with things. You know, there is many more opportunities out there. And what you may find, right? What you may find is a byproduct of your behavior that you might actually stimulate them in a way because you're getting on with things you're actually generating interest from elsewhere and they might actually see you in a different light therefore you might actually develop more attraction okay but i don't think you can develop the sort of attraction that you're wishing to in in the pocket of it all right of, of the friend zone okay you've got to get back to building attraction and that might be outside of that bubble that exists Okay, great question, man. I, I love a little f- a friend zone question. I spicy brown. Did we get any more thrown out as I was? What if you were to go? Sorry, what, what's this question all about? What if you were to go in a different approach? What are you talking about there, buddy? I am of justice. Welcome back. You're uh, you asking some great great questions. Great, great questions the other week. Hi, Ahmed. Hi, Nathan. Hey, Kendra. Go follow my friend Kendra um, from the States. Lovely girl. Nice to have you on. Uh, yeah, all over Freddy. Be a gentleman. Be a gentleman always. Ross Rotrod. Hi, Luna. Hi, Kaylee. Satcher seems to be amused. Hi, Rusty Ross, Social Collective. Hello, Brian, Alberto, Catalin, and Dezo. Right, guys, I'm going to go back to the questions I already have stored here. So if you have any, right, just take a moment to throw them into the feed as I'm pulling another one up now. Uh, I've got another question here from TB Waitman. How can you become sexier to a woman who just sees you as a friend? I think we just literally answered that question. So I'm not going to do that one again. Okay. Aitor, how you doing? Aitor is a really good, good friend of mine. I haven't seen him for a while. And um, he, he's a very handsome model, right? Very handsome model slash actor now. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing your stuff, man. I'm, I'm stoked to see things are really going well for you, buddy. And we must catch up soon. But Aitor asked me, what made you become a dating expert? And, um, you know, it, it's pretty simple. I was not satisfied in this area of my life, um, you know, coming into adolescence, right? I wasn't kind of satisfied with the outlook that my peers had. I wasn't satisfied with not knowing how to bridge a conversation with someone that I was attracted to. I wasn't comfortable with the idea of the women that I was finding attractive being so out of reach for me. You know, I had no roadmap. I had no, I didn't know like what even, what sort of mindset to be in. I I didn't even know how to string like a few words together. Uh, You know, I was starting from ground zero. And I think my whole background from, you know, you know, I talk about, you know, my early, early school life, I was uh, physically abused by girls, um, really contributed to the direction that I kind of went in because I kind of bottled up all these insecurities and anxieties of um, 
mingling with uh, females that it got to such a point where I just like I just had to do something about it and it just moved me in the direction of learning as much as I, I possibly could right I really think the the engineering course that I took um, back when I was a kid really really helped because it helped me understand in breaking things down and um, unpacking things that we just take for granted, behaviors that we take for granted and helping people model and systemize it so that it can become habits and then things can become more natural for them, right? And that's effectively what I do. So it's, yeah, it came from a lot of frustration, um, some a lack of experience and a real hunger and desire to you know, want to get better at this. And what I, what I found a great joy in at the early days was actually helping my friends, you know, I was, it was so rewarding to see my friends who were hitting the same sort of hurdles that I had previously smash through them and, you know, develop confidence after a, a breakup, um, you know, get into new relationships, five, six, seven years, you know, at the time at most, you know, it was only like in my teens. And um, I just thought, wow, how far can we go with this, you know? And that was it. That was that was a start to to bigger and greater things. You know, it took me to be traveling all around the world, teaching thousands of people from different backgrounds, different cultures. And, um, you know, we're all human beings. We all strive for the same thing. Right. And that's connection. Something that I'm looking at at the moment, I'm really interested in is the, you know, moving into love and romance and, you know, long lasting relationships. I don't think you can really ignore the importance of the different attachment styles that we have, right? And I really encourage you guys to start looking at this because it can help you really understand your partner and how where where they're at in terms of, you know, why they can't receive love in a certain way or give love in a certain way. Uh, why they might shy away from um, talking about emotions as such. Do do Google that, please. You know, if it's one thing that you can take from this feed today, right, it's understanding attachment theory, attachment styles, okay? You might not be there on your journey at this moment. You might just be tuned into this channel every week to develop your skills at bettering yourself at building attraction but what i want you guys to really understand guys and girls is attachment styles because it will really help you when you do move into you know a relationship that you want to go to distance in right so please do that um bit of a a tangent narrator sorry but um yeah it's i i think i asked asked, asked your question all right. Thank you. Right. Any more? Has anyone thrown any um, illustrator? David just wants to let us know that he likes huge boobs. Okay. Well, thanks for um, thanks for dropping that on the feed, buddy. Haidas uh, Gruen. Ralor, I had a personal development question for men. For for men uh, who are the age of thirty and want a three hundred and sixty degree change, where should you start? 
Okay. I think I think this. I think I think write down all of your your needs. Right? Write down all of your needs where um and your goals perhaps, right? Or your abilities that you want to develop. And this is subjective to each individual here, right? And it's just for example, it might be your fitness, right? If you write down fitness, now, from 1 to 10, what would you score yourself in your fitness? Yeah? Your, your physique. Yeah? Your eating, your diet plan. What would you score yourself from 1 to 10? Right? You remember, enjoy yourself. You know, don't be too anal about your whole diet and fitness. I think yeah, life is about enjoying yourself. Um, but just score yourself on that. You know, your relationships, you know, your, your romantic relationships, you know, your intimate relationships, what would you score yourself 1 to 10? You know, your... Your social circle, what would you score yourself 1 to 10, right? Your career from 1 to 10, right? Um, yeah, your, your hobbies, your activities, your interests, you know, 1 to 10. All of the things that are a concern to you, just basically write them down right, on a bit of paper. And great, this is a great exercise, by the way. From 1 to 10, just score yourself, right? And... There is no better time than to start now, right? So as soon as you get off this call, do it, yeah? And just kind of have a reflective kind of moment to yourself, right? And think, okay, well, this is what I've scored myself, right? And now I want you to be, I want that sheet to be accountable. I want you to be accountable to that sheet. So every, what should we say? I think every two weeks, yeah, I want you to go back to that sheet and I want you to then score yourself. Yeah. So it might, this might be something you want to put in a spreadsheet, actually, because you can date it every two weeks or whatever time period you want to do. But keep coming back to kind of scoring yourself so you just know that you're bettering yourself in all of these areas. Yeah. I, I think that is the most that the best way you can really measure your your success and you moving forward okay and obviously you know we can get into all of the micro um behavior and the, the you know all the coaching aspects within how to get from a to b right how to get to that goal but you've just got to start right now you've just got to start right that's, that's the first thing you can do is just write that all down score yourself and then ask yourself okay how how what's the how how do i get to that goal Right. Ask yourself from every challenge that you've given yourself, what's the how? How? Right. I'm going to start sounding like my father all the time. But something my father used to always say is there's, there's no such thing as calm. There is no such thing as calm. Right. It's, it's how. How? Yeah. Whether you're into personal development, you're into sales, you're into, you know, being entrepreneurial. Yeah. You need to become a solution based thinker. You know, the world hasn't got any time for people that the i can't i can't do it. and what sort of attitude is that yeah it's how whenever you catch yourself doing that how yeah how is the word take that from this feed tonight yeah um i hope that's helped yeah obviously i can go into a lot more details but i have to spend a bit more time with you if you want to jump on into my dms um you know maybe we can put a call together and go into a bit more detail with that but i hope that's helped thanks for the question buddy Hi, Dale. Just got the phone to Dale. Dale's a stylist on my team. Everyone give Dale Best uh, a follow. And if you're interested in working with Dale, interested in 
level up your style, then come and speak to us, right? We'll put together a fantastic styling experience for you here in London, you know, and we've got um, deals with, you know, the best shops, you know, so not only will you have great guidance, but you actually be saving yourself a buck or two rolling around with us, you know, getting your shopping right and actually paying something you feel more comfortable with rather than getting ripped off, right? It's <laughs> just a no-brainer. We can all look better. We can all look better. Styling, image, you know, it's important, right? We do judge a book by its cover. And if that cover is a bit tatty, then we need to change the cover, buddy, all right? Hit us up if you want a styling experience. Uh, slide into my DMs or slide straight into Dale's DMs and ask uh, one of us how to go about that and we'll hook it up for you. All right? Hi, G. Right, let's see. Did you throw any more questions on here? What are your... Okay, G. Hoddy. What are your thoughts on the stereotypical lad stag do scenario? Oh, God, it's... I get anxiety thinking about it, man. Um, in a strip club, do you feel the workers see you as business only or could you chat them up? I mean, look, I'm not going to move to a girl like that. that, that that's, that's, um, that's, you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Um, but look, if you want to do the whole, if you want to meet a dancer, you want to meet a exotic dancer, um, there's a couple of ways of doing it. You can go in there. You can go in. And this is just through my experience, okay? You can go in to the strip club, right? But you've got to break the pattern that they expect, right? And the pattern is what? You know, they see you as a walking ATM machine, right? They get you into some private booth and they just upsell the shit out of you, right? And they, you know, maybe kind of bullshit you into buying uh, you know, a bottle of bloody I don't know, Dom Perignon or whatever you know and you know they're getting a cut on it you know, all the time you've got to show familiarity with the environment you know most guys that go into an environment like that it's quite intense they're not familiar with it they're probably hiding in the shadows in the background you know they're easy targets so you've got to show you're familiar with it and it's almost got to be like strip club ah like whatever like you know as if it's nothing yeah so that's showing that you're comfortable remember if you're comfortable then the people around you are going to be comfortable even in this extreme environment that we're talking about right now um my rule i mean it was a period where you know in the early days of of teaching i was actually taking um you know i don't do it now because it's just it's not to my taste you know and it's not really what my brand my company is about you know but you know, the rule is no dances, no dances. Yeah. Um, why? Because you're breaking the pattern. You need to get out of the punter category. Yeah. I mean, and here's a phrase that you might want to say, you know, I just recall from my memory. I, I remember going like, it's a real shame that we met like this. She's like, why? And you go, because I wanted to wait till I see, I, I wanted to wait to see you with, um, you know, this, this, this amount of clothes on, right? I wanted to wait for it to get to this stage. So you're almost like planting the seed of, um, you know, that you, you, 
you would like to meter out out of this and 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 develop something organically yeah um i didn't language that correctly as as how i would want to but i can imagine when i did it, it was more smoother but this is this is a sort of behavior you want yeah you want to show familiarity you want to break the pattern and it's like strip club ah whatever and um no dances no dances what's really funny is actually stitching your friends up yeah I mean, on these stag do's, I, I mean, I don't, I've been to stag do's over the past couple of years because um, a lot of my friends are getting married and stuff. And for me, I just, I'm just not into it. I'm just, that is, I just, I'm just not into it. You know, strippers, escorts, I don't get it. For me, I just don't get it. But what's pretty fun is just actually stitch your friend up, you know, like, because you can't, it's inevitable. Like the girl's going to come to you and she's going to try and, you know, do her game thing and try and get you back there in the booth. But what I what I, I like to do is go, look, for me, look, it's, it's, I'm not about that, but look, here's some money here. I just want you to take that guy over there and just stitch the most uncomfortable dude up in the group. Trust me, it's so funny. It's so funny, you know? Um, <laughs> it's good banter. <laughs> because they're dying for it, really, but they ain't got the balls to ask for it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Um, there was something else that I wanted to kind of talk about this trip as well. What was it? Um, God, it's gone. Nah, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. Strippers, for fuck's sake. Real niche. Hi, Michael. Um, thanks for the question, nobody. Hope that's been entertaining for you. Uh, right. Any more questions? Whoa, what are we doing here again? Any more questions? Let me just roll down what we got. Solution-based thinker. Yeah, just be that, you know? Like, look, if you were looking to employ someone, right, you don't want you don't want you don't want someone to turn up every day like giving you problems. Like if someone's gonna give me a problem, I'll, I'll hear the problem, but I want I want a solution. How are you gonna fix the problem that you've just told me? You know, because for me, like that's not if you employ someone and they are just giving you problems. That's not an investment, right? So you just got to be like, you got to always be thinking like that. Mm-hmm. From Michael Nozzi, from 50 approaches a day, I get like how many dates? Well, I, you know, I, I really have to see what you're, are you doing 50 approaches a day? You know, you... You know, I've really got to see how you behave and what you're, what you're, what you're doing within those approaches. Yeah, and yeah, are you coming across as authentic? You know, don't don't think you can bullshit chicks to, to dates. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not stupid, man. Like if if you if if you approach a girl and you're not really into it, you're just trying to get your numbers up. Yeah, and she's not feeling you. Then she was she was right to walk away. She was right to walk away because you're probably not being true to yourself. Take a moment, right, just to think about what woman you're attracted to, what archetype, what qualities, what what sort of qualities make up the sort of woman that you want to approach, and just start approaching those women. You know, I mean, I'm not really all about the scattergun approach. I'm all about the sniper. Yeah. Like, but that, that, that comes from knowing what you want. You've got to know what you want first. Okay. So 
I really don't know. 50 approaches a day. I don't know what stage you're at in terms of your learning ability. I don't know the quality of these women, uh, whether you've been true to yourself with it. Um, but you just got to, you have got to build up the experience. Yeah, you have got to build up the experience. It's like a magician, right? Magician, like he he is he can master his craft. I mean, it was a fantastic interview. I'm gonna to have to find it. So, but it was with David Blaine, and he was talking about you know about this. He was like, look, what a, what a magician has done. You know, he's really put in the hours. He has delivered that um, you know display for so long that he is just so used to. Um, you know, people's behavior and people's responses. And that's how he can do it so efficiently. You know, remember, you're not tricking, you're not tricking women. All you're doing is just showing up as a man, right? You're showing up as a man and you're creating dialogue with a woman and you're being authentic. You're telling her that you like her, right? That's all you're doing. But just get used to not bullshitting yourself, right? I remember those days. I remember those days as walking past opportunities like a loser you know just like ah oh, i didn't do it again I didn't do it again you know and there's only so many times i could put up that attitude i finally did do something and you know i remember one of the first like interactions i had you know girl ended up being my girlfriend for two years right that's the reality of this yeah pull the fucking trigger guys yeah why are beaters cretins? God, that's a bit aggressive. Why are beaters cretins? Uh, you know, beaters are not cretins. Um, and for those, let me get a bit more context of what this uh, Raphael was saying. You know, a beater is a man that is, um, he's basically apologetic for his actions, Right. He's apologetic towards the things that he wants. Therefore, he sits on the sideline watching the man who has alpha traits go after the things that he wants and gets what he wants. There's nothing toxic about that. It's just behavior. It's just an attitude. Um, And and these people have a presence, you know, because they are familiar with going after the things that they want, right? They're familiar with that. So a beta isn't a cretin. It's just an ideal sort of place to be you know it's not an ideal sort of set of attributes that you want moving through life yeah you got you're making a conscious decision to tune into this every week you know i don't know what other stuff you're watching or blogs and videos and stuff you know it's your desire to be the best version of yourself right it's not it's not a desire for a beta right beta is just passively sort of cruising through life doesn't have a goal he's just kind of going with the flow you know all right sometimes things do you know maybe may, you do fall into a bit of luck right but you can't le- live live life by chance you know you've got to have a kind of a bit of a plan for yourself all right thanks for the question buddy hi mike hi carosa hi evolve bp the great yep tepe tepe shin I sometimes get nervous when I see a girl. How do I become confident for daytime approaching? And I actually live in Japan. Okay, I understand where you're at. I, under- I understand the the society, first of all, how it's, how it's different and how this is something that 
is, um, you know, this, this is not an Eastern thing. This is, is it, is it really? Um, I know, I know, you know, over there it's, people do just kind of stick to their groups. I, th- I think this, I think I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you something to take away from this. And if, uh, this is because you asked the question. And I think this is something that within consideration of your society, it's a very subtle little move that can really open up a dozen interactions every week. And that's where you may be at a coffee shop, you may be at a juice shop. And all I want you to say, right, while you're in that queue or you're waiting for your coffee or waiting for the juice, is just to sort of, just off the shoulder like this and just go, what did you go for? Right? What did you go for? Just a a very welcoming sort of smile on your face. What did you go for? Right? That's your icebreaker. I want you to just start there. Start there and then just move it into... Um, being curious about this person, you know, asking about who they are, what their day is, you know, what they're up to today, etc. Start small. Start small and um, you will become more certain about yourself. And if you're more certain about yourself, more people are going to be comfortable with you. Um, Tepi, what I also want to say is this, and I said this before on my previous feeds, is that I want you to remove the term day game. I don't think it aids you for the actions that will be um, beneficial to you. Okay? I just want you to look at it like this. You're going out shopping. Yeah? You're going out shopping. You know, maybe browsing for some clothes. Or you're just going out to get a coffee. Right? And as you're doing that, you know, you just happen to see, you know, someone you're attracted to, right? And you're just going to go over and let them know about it, right? You're not day gaming. Get, let's get, let's flush out that terminology. I, f- I feel like when you put stuff like that sort of term in your head, I don't think it enables you of action, yeah? And I don't want people to be social robots here. I don't think it's an authentic place to come from, you know? If you're going out for a coffee and you see a woman you're attracted to, it makes sense to go and talk to her. There's going to be less pressure on yourself to find the ability to do that, okay? So it's a little mindset thing that I want to kind of share with you. Um, But Tepe, uh, get the book, yeah? Get the book. There's a lot of great stuff in terms of what what you're looking for in daytime approaching, okay? It's available on Amazon. Uh, I said it earlier, it's it's a tenner, right? Thanks for the question. I hope that's been of value to you. Hi, Boston. Hi, Timmy. No worries, Hoddy. Raz, Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf, no one likes a problem, child. Wow, you do get people that <laughs> like to like to be fixers. I know that. Um, I'm a European man at heart. I'm a German person. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that with us, Corey. Swagger Boy. Right, what else we got? Elisa, good morning. There you go. Hope that's improved your day. Hi, Jessica. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in together. I hope you've had a busy week of um what's the what's the weather? Uh supporting Agden. Yeah. Thanks for supporting my work. 
Richard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Richard, hung out with a girl last week. We had drinks. I didn't try anything. Went to her work and she disappeared. I don't understand. You hung out with a girl last week. You had drinks. You didn't try anything. You went to her work. Okay, why did you do that? I mean, I mean, unannounced, you mean? I mean, I need some more context here. Look, for whatever reason, if she didn't text you to say thank you for the evening or whatever, or, you know, she's just gone cold. Uh, what do we call that term? Ghosting now? Um, then I guess she didn't enjoy herself, right? For heaven's sake, don't turn up at her work, right? That's going to be really uncomfortable for her. And that's just going to be really awkward, you know? Um, what you may want to do, right, if she's gone stone cold on you, is maybe just send a text, you know, and just say, hey, listen, um, I'm okay with it not working out between us or for whatever reason but just so I know moving forward you know for myself moving forward at what point did you realize you you didn't want to go further or you weren't attracted to me right at the least get the feedback and in my experience when I've consulted clients doing this and when I've asked stuff like this you know it's they've they've often got back you know because People tend to want to help each other. You know, we're all in this, we're all trying to work this out together, right? Um, for heaven's sake, don't just turn up at a work and announce, you know, that's, that's, that is not what we're about. Hi, Sadie. Uh, I will. Where is that? Oh, she works at a place that, she, that um, you get products at. Okay, it's a bit different. Um, Okay, well, surely you can just have a conversation for her there, right? I mean, but just don't make it awkward. Like, be cool. Do you know what I mean? Be calm, cool, collected. Don't be, like, needy of it, all right? Um, and, and just, like, it, like, it's no big deal, right? No big deal. And at the least as well, like, she could become your friend, right? And if you didn't kick it with her, you know... You might be able to go out with her socially, right? And you might be able to kick it with one of her friends, right? We need to think about the bigger picture. If it doesn't work out with someone, right, it's totally cool to just, like, friend zone that person and, you know, become friends, right? People, we're all looking for that as well. We're looking to expand our, our social circles. And, you know, what? like, if she's attractive, great. Makes you look great as well. Makes you look more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? chosen amongst women right it's going to get people curious about you so think about the bigger picture right uh ij smithers right guys it's your last opportunity to ask me a question right last opportunity throw it in throw it in now again if you want to work with me here in london the only date that we are doing for the workshop this month is the 27th of July here in London. Spend a whole day with me. When I say day, I'm not talking five hours. That's, that's not a day to me. A day is about 13 hours. Yeah. 
that's what we're that's that's the sort of time you'll be spending with me in person you'll be spending time working on your mindset your conversation ability your social intuition you know strategies that can move you towards success in your dating life your social life if you want to get in touch with yourself more on a spiritual side you know we'll look after you there as well you know insights into style image you know fitness we we are your number one stop for transformation right i am focusing all my attention in helping men transform into the people that they want to be all right so that's the impactful connection workshop at on the 27th of july and right jack what's the best way to approach or start dialogue with a model or girl in high demand well first of all you got to put yourself around them right you got to put yourself around them and you got to normalize these women you know they have to be your new normal for a lot of people that aren't familiar with being around women who seem to be in high demand um they don't know what the hell to do with themselves when they've actually been given the opportunity to to be in the same sort of environment as them right at the same time as well you need to constantly be working on your status right your status all of your all of the attributes that make you desirable and attractive okay you need to flip the script it needs to be you that's in high and high in demand and what you also need to do as well and i say this time and time again is you need to know what you want if you think about these women that are in high demand or seem exclusive, you know, they they wouldn't be exclusive without the people beneath them putting them on the pedestal. Right? So you've got to kind of, you know, obviously you acknowledge the the beauty aspect. But you understand beauty is common, right? Beauty is common. It's what else? Right? So, again, I talk about this in my book. It's all in the conversation structure, right? You're looking at the value alignment. You're seeing if your values are in alignment with this person. And when you start talking about this sort of stuff, right, they're thinking, holy shit, I, I'm not qualified. On this occasion, my looks aren't enough to win this person's approval, right? And that's so refreshing for them. And you're going to get their full attention because that's actually what they want. They don't want a guy that's just in it because of the, of the way they look, right? They're looking for someone to have a deep emotional connection with. So you have to have the tools and the ability to be able to take it in that direction. Yeah? So you've got to get skilled at that. You've got to get skilled at that. Okay? This, this is all in my book. This is all in my book. Okay? Again, it's Elite Seduction on Amazon. Okay, if you want those sort of women, I break it down. I unpack it for you guys. Okay. Hi, Marco. Hi, Kieran. I hope that's answered your question, Jack. Uh, Kieran Hickson, why did I like your photo? Probably because I liked it. Probably because I liked it, buddy. (laughs) All right, guys, look, I think I'm going to wrap up now. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to wrap up. I want to thank you guys again for jumping on. Uh, you know, I'll, I, I always enjoy this. I'm glad I started doing this. I, I'm, I was thinking about doing 
a second one. I was thinking about doing two a week on a completely different subject. Um, but maybe I'll ask you guys, yeah, what sub, what other subjects do you want me to really sort of go into and unpack? You know, this is, this is, this is, um, there's a lot of questions that are popping up that I feel like I'm answering week in, week out. So Elisa wants a wave. Hi, Elisa. There you go. There's your wave down. Okay. <laughs> so you tell me, what, what's the next area for you in, in terms of growth? You know, would it be beneficial if we did another feed on maybe, you know, how to develop in business, right? Or um, maybe it'd just be, maybe it'd just be fitness and diet. Maybe it'd be style, right? You tell me, you tell me, throw stuff at me, slide into my DMs, give me some feedback. You, I am creating content for you guys, okay? So you let me know and I'll create it, Okay. Guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Thank you, and I'll see you again same time next week. Remember, July 27th, if you want to work with myself and my team here in London, and um, you'll have one of a hell of an experience, okay? Don't just be a passive viewer, right? Be a doer. Take action. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram, at London Dating Coach.